0: Uh, Welcome to this week's podcast. It's not all black and white.
1: I'm Sarah. I'm black.
0: I'm Matthew. I'm white. And this is the interracial couple podcast. Welcome.
1: Wow, this is episode nine. I've been told.
0: Uh, This is our ninth one that we've recorded. Yes. So we're, uh, we are, we're well on our way to proving that we are in it for the long haul. It's really exciting. It is. It's pretty good. And it's been fun. You know, right? We've had some, uh, we're learning a lot we are and uh, hopefully we're sharing something uh, and this week actually uh, when we were talking last night we were talking about some of the uh, what are, what do in what are some of the things that interracial couples have unique challenges with um, and uh, I think one of the things that that ins, that instigated the, that question was I think in relationships but maybe in a lot of things in life there are these things that you don't really know what can harm you until it's harmed you or you don't necessarily know what the challenge is you just think certain things are normal Um, and if there's something that it's almost like the recognition of the challenge is sometimes the hardest part because once you know what the challenge is then you can address it but if you don't know what the challenge is it's not that the issue isn't there it's just that it's not a challenge because you don't recognize it
1: yeah so we were looking at the things in our relationship that are Difficult and that we may not know that they're actually difficult So we were like, let's see what other couples um, are Struggling with who are in interracial relationships. So There were like a couple of things. What were they?
0: So yeah, so we kind of like looked around and saw what looked to see what other people were struggling with and there were kind of seven things that came up uh, sort of at the top of all of our searches um, and I'm just going to gonna re, go through the list of seven and then we'll come back through. We can kind hit each one because some of these really don't impact us that much at all and others more than, and you know, they,
1: they do. They, some they're do. real.
0: Yeah. So uh, the first one would be a difference in expectations and assumptions. They're so, like just the base assumptions and expectations. Number one. Number two, a uh, different way of communicating, uh, maybe different understandings of words or nuances or interpretations. Uh Number three, family disapproval. Uh, number four would be social judgment. And that's even sometimes when the judgment seems like it's a good thing. Like, um, right, we've gotten that a bit too, with with you know, not necessarily negative approval, but but standing out where people have actually gone out of their way to sort of thank us for being an interracial couple, which is
1: Which is nice. Nice but sometimes, also but, also a little but little bit, sometimes it, when you don't want it, it's, it's
0: just a little, a little bit little too much. It's a little weird. Like it's yes. not it's both nice and weird at the same time. Uh, yeah, so it's sort of paradoxical on that one. Uh, number five would be uh, greater need of compromise. And I think when we read that too, I kind of went back almost to number one of these different assumptions. Whereas if this is sort of ground, you know, the base assumption for one person is on one side and it's somewhere else, if those base assumptions or whatever are farther away, that means to come to a common ground, there needs to be greater compromise. True. Sure. Right? Um, uh, us against the world. Right. So some so sort of like almost a lack of boundaries or easy to become enmeshed because we have to sort of really band together to fight against whatever the sort of social pressure is or whatever. Um, and so we kind of like this us against the world can, can push people, I think, into an enmeshment without then good boundaries. Um, and then uh, the last one, which would be shying away from hot topics, primarily the hot topic of racism. Uh, so those were the seven that, that sort of came up quite regularly. So uh, number one, difference of expectations and assumptions and how culture uh, shapes us, right? Because Yeah,
1: do you think that affects us, our relationship?
0: <sighs>
1: I don't feel like it's a major one.
0: I don't think that's a major one, though it's kind of fascinating that particularly when you go back to how culture shapes, shapes us and the first sort of seven to nine years being so formative... And our your first seven to nine years was in a Kenyan village on a farm, and running to school barefoot in the cold, right? True. Uh, two or three kilometers at least two ways, so you got your exercise. It, um, and for me, I you know in those in those years I was going to a Walter school in Los Angeles, and I was being driven to school by my parents. I so know. there were like these very very different lifestyles, but. Um, maybe I mean, I'm
1: not sure. Like, I don't see how that, like, our different growing. Like, our I had an amazing childhood. You know, like, and I think that's what I think. It depends on how you look at your childhood. Mm-hmm. So my childhood to someone else could be like, wow, that is like a hard childhood. But for me, I think like I look at my childhood and it's like what I think that's like. One of the things that grounds me as a human being is that my childhood of running around the village, being surrounded by all these people that love me, was like really shaped the way I see the world and the way that I walk in the world, so that I don't have a lot of baggage that in those formative years that I bring to the relationship, right?
0: But yeah, but but. But, in, but it's not even that there's always baggage, right? Because I, I felt like I had a pretty good childhood. Obviously, you know, I had my own set of challenges. But there were still certain assumptions. And maybe it's also that, you know, I'm 42. Uh, you're in your mid-30s. And so some of the, you know, some of those base assumptions that were just like, this is just the way the world is, we've, had, we've lived long enough to let those have tablets basically been shattered. Like, no, the world is not the way you thought it was. The the world view that uh, that I got when I was a child was just not it's not necessarily it's certainly not true and I know that. And
1: I think like what also has helped is like we've both traveled and lived in so many places where mm-hmm. the world view from like what you knew as a child has completely transformed. So I have Having lived, you know, I haven't lived in as many places, but I've traveled quite a bit. Has, like, every culture that I go to is, like, different from my culture. And so that changes my worldview.
0: Right. And, know? of course, even your first two, right, between the village and Nairobi, that was probably in some way... Well, tell me if I'm wrong or... or no, critical, that's like, true. you're right. Like a bigger was... difference than Nairobi to L.A. in some ways. I don't know, and but it was huge. But still big, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know if that one... Uh, I don't necessarily, you know, I don't necessarily think that. But also, there's something else that we did one year into our relationship, when we did the, Land- the landmark forum together, and there was, you know, both of us had a lot of resistance to doing it, and then we went and we actually it was pretty amazing, and I- one of the things I actually kind of look back on as that being positive, and it didn't need to be that necessarily. But that we did something early on in our relationship that we basically said this might be a total waste of time, money. We might hate it, but we're doing it with the intention of, uh, you know, with the intention of doing something positive for our relationship, and it gave us certain vocabulary and language and something that we did together early on in our relationship. And I felt like that was really binding. And it could have been a ten-day meditation retreat. It could have been. You know, it could have been doing like an NVC, like a nonviolent communication workshop. It could have been any type of thing where we said, we're going to do this with the express purpose of improving ourselves within our relationship.
1: True, but I feel like that could also have gone really bad. I don't think Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) because you're in such a vulnerable place, Mm -hmm. like landmark opens you up to stuff that you haven't dealt with in years. So that could have gone both ways, I feel like. I think it's really important to know like your partner and if like the relationship is strong enough to like be able to hold those kind of conversation and that kind of vulnerability that you know like I had a breakdown after landmark, right. you know, so I remember that Monday it was like really, really intense for me um because I was dealing with something that i haven't I hadn't touched for a very long time, you know um so I think that could have gone both ways right,
0: yeah. So what else? That was good. So well, yeah. okay. Well, number two, different ways of communicating. Oh my uh, Nuance of words, interpretation. That.
1: That affects our relationship all the time because sometimes I have to cor- you correct my English and I'm okay with it. I just have to say that, but sometimes I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Do not <laughs> correct my English right now. Let me, um, let, let me guess
0: the times when you love it the most are particularly when you're already f- like in a frustrated, difficult situation, maybe we're fighting or having an argument, and then I offer suggestions or, or criterias. Yeah and that's, that's got to be your favorite time, right?: That's the best.:
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, the best is like when I'm reading and I ask you, like, "What does this mean?" and you're like... Oh, it means this Or like it's pronounced this way And my English is pretty good it But, to, you really know, good. I read a lot But then, like, it's not my It's my third language So I was, I struggle with You know, like the other day I was trying to say, like well, What was I trying to say? Massachusetts I can't say oh, it Oh, Massachusetts? Yeah, and I was and like there. I'm, we can't live there Because can't. I can't live in a place That I can't <laughs> pronounce <laughs> 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 I feel like that is huge on our relationship. And sometimes you use like use words that I don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know, even like, I think it was our second podcast. You talked about like looking at me with like scouring me and I was like, with a scowl. Yeah. And I was like, I actually, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because,
0: which actually that was (laughs) one of my favorite things when you brought it up, because if you don't know the word for it and you don't know what like, then how can it be happening? Yeah, ways, it can right? be
1: happening because you don't know the word for yeah. it. So for me, it was just like, "Oh, you're looking at me with tons of love," because <laughs> that's what I that's what I know. But to you, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. I was you like,
0: know. Oh, I had this like crease in my forehead, which I'm still working on getting rid of. Um, here we go. Thanks for bringing attention <laughs> to my forehead. Um, but uh, but the other thing too is is actually when things are challenging between us, and I think that's something. sort of shine a light on because uh you know when when in a in a difficult moment or in a challenge in a in an argument um you know there are a couple things one is there's just an argument of passion in which case things just fly and it's okay and the other is an argument of reason and if we have to reason or we have to actually we have to argue i do have a larger arsenal of words and vocabulary and a greater mastery of the english language which in some ways would give me an upper hand.
1: It does give you an upper hand. You yeah, which mean... is
0: good because uh, uh, as a woman you also, have. I believe you have a slight upper hand, ma- actually I don't think that's true. I was gonna say in sort of understanding emotions, emotional intelligence, being able to express it, but.
1: I think that is true. I think women, women are more emotionally intelligent you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know the statistic, but I'm just going to go on a limp and say that mm-hmm. that is true.
0: Or at least being able to express emotions. There's just more, yeah. there's just more cultural space for, for women to express their emotions than there is for men. So you just get more practice. Just that simple.
1: Yeah, so I think in our relationship, especially you get the upper hand because you are like a couple of years older than I am. And you have like a mastery of the English language. So when, you, when we argue, I know that when we're in an argument, like, I just got to work harder. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is, being a woman. Like, you have to work hard in all areas. No, no that
0: is nothing. No, that is not That is not an area where women have to work harder. That's an area. I, 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 I was talking to this guy who actually was like, he's a, he's a men's coach. He was like, you put a 30-year-old man and a 30-year-old woman in a heated argument around an emotional issue, and the man loses 100 times out of 100. I so, think that. I, which I certainly, in my experience, when I go back to 30, without a question, uh, you know, to, to get to the point of actually being able to go toe to toe. First of all, I am a little bit older than you, um, but I've also had to spend an awful lot of time really, uh, you know, putting serious effort into being able to understand my, my emotions, my, you know, in that, that part of my life in order to not get bowled over. Because I actually think that in some ways... That is one of the things that can be so easily be a thorn and it comes here right with this different ways of communicating Or different understandings of words is that if there isn't a certain amount of parity Then you actually can't come to a good place It's so like you don't want to you don't want to have like a junior varsity basketball team playing the lakers Because it's just never going to be fun when the jv team is just it, it's not fun for anyone It's not for the fun for the winner. It's not fun for the loser and so having a parody, I think, is actually really important. And so I think in this, too, coming back to this, these some of these questions, then is you know, it's actually in my best interest to make sure that even when you're struggling in an argument that I probably want to win, that I'm actually making sure that that language does not become an upper hand for me. Because yeah, you when you're anytime there's some sort of competition in some ways or an argument, generally you want to win it, but you also want to ideally like you want to get you want to get better through it you want to improve who you are through it and so um
1: but i would say that for most couples who are in an interracial relationship when i think about our friends like at that time we have friends who was like one is british and the woman is mexican and they had this argument and she knew like if she was to argue in english she wasn't she had like she wasn't gonna win,
0: so she's
1: so she switched to Spanish, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and he speaks some Spanish. I think his Spanish is actually he's fluent, been, yes. yeah, he's fluent in Spanish, and you I could see like she was gonna win that you know yes.
0: like first of all right yeah because there you go back to the 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 general either stereotype or generalization or uh, whatever just the simple you know just the the averages of 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 women's. Uh, that, you know, ability to express those emotions. Well, I'm sure yeah, that, as I could see it I, in I his would face. Really, I feel really, I, I wasn't there, but I would feel really bad. Uh, like, if I had to argue with you in Swahili or Kikuyu, I would really pity myself.
1: Yeah, I think it's like, I think, in my opinion, like, I think for interracial relationships, when you don't speak this, of course, you don't speak the same. No, it's actually not true, because you could be in an interracial relationship. Like, let's say if you're, like, African-American and... Someone who's like you, right, yeah. Caucasian, and you're both like English is your first language, you know. So they could be like the difference could be like culture more right. than, and then you go almost more back than to, language. to the
0: first point of like the different cultural expectations. But I think that also, you know, it's is words mean different things to everyone. I did this fascinating uh, um, exercise once where uh, I was at this youth conference, and the the uh, the facilitators brought a whole box of of um, uh, postcards and everyone got a postcard and then you got a partner and you were supposed to look at your partner and describe as perfectly as you could the what was on the postcard and then you would show it to the other person you had like two minutes or something to describe it and every time the postcard was turned around everybody laughed because the imagination of what the other person was describing mm-hmm. was so different than what the person, took and heard. And so now you sort of add a cultural layer onto that or a language layer onto that and you get even further and further away. Um, so yeah, I think it becomes a challenge. And, and one of the things that may, that at least for me has worked really well in dealing with that is that I actually have gotten to the point and, and this took me a long time. This was, you know, not something that I would have ever thought of in my twenties or even my early thirties, but I would actually rather lose an argument. Because if I win the argument, okay, I can feel good for a second, but I actually haven't grown or learned anything. But if I lose the argument, I then have to, like, eat a slice of humble pie for a minute, but then I've actually learned something new that I didn't know. And I'd rather, at the end of the day, learn a little bit more than feel smug.
1: You know, know, it's kind of funny, like, you fall back, like, that's your fault, you know, you're, like, you fall back into it if you lose. Mm -hmm. For me, if I lose, I go back to, you know what? English is my third language, and it's fine, like, yeah, I speak, yes. I going to have, I, it's literally like, a good way to like, excuse myself and justify English is not my first language, it's my third language, and I'm doing okay,
0: like. I'll say one last thing too, is actually sometimes because of that place where I'm at, where I, because of that, when I, when you loo, when you win an argument, you rarely get the satisfaction of being like, ha, I won, because I'm like, because I, you said this the other day, Right. <laughs> You're like, you immediately just kind of like accept it, and you, if you made a mistake, you apologize, you kind of reflect back to me what you've learned, what I've said. And like, I can't even just feel smug like I won because you're so happy to have <laughs> lost the argument. <laughs> um, okay, what's the bad okay. thing? Okay, third one family disapproval.
1: That does not affect us. No.
0: Um, For,
1: is that? That's I almost said unfortunately, but it's fortunately it's that very fortunate. It's we very don't have fortunate. to deal with that. We do not. My family is very accepting of you, mm-hmm. and I've been like fully accepted into your family. It was, I don't even even say like I was when we were looking at it. I was like, is it acceptance? I was just like, it's not. It wasn't an issue, you know. Like for both of our families, it wasn't like I think I could have taken anyone home, and my family would have been like, okay, yeah. you know. And I think
0: same for you, like... Without a question. Um, But, you know, it's interesting, even as I'm sitting, sitting here talking about it, it does not... My guess is that it doesn't go unnoticed. And I haven't necessarily had this conversation, but, like, there were a few things that, like, my dad even asked some questions he asked at the beginning that if I didn't know any better... Could have been like, I could have been taken a little taken aback. In fact, I was. I mean, there was even one question, Oh, is she a Muslim? was like one of the questions, you know, because she's funny. Well, I, think,
1: I think the other thing that your dad asked me was like, If I had if I was legal and if I had a
0: green card, okay, right? So, like, <laughs> there's certain things that are like certainly not ill intentioned but but come up. So, there was that, um, and even just kind of like, uh, there was a so certain times at the beginning, too, of basically, like, mentioning that you were black, right? Or mentioning... To me your with,
1: friends or to your family? Or to just
0: to me, right? Okay. Um Or, like, actually, there was a picture of us with your sister, and he was like, who is the other... And he knew everyone in the picture except who your sister was, but he said, who is the other, like, black woman in the picture? Rather than just who is the other woman in the picture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not a negative... It's certainly not negative at all, um, you know, and I don't feel that at all, but there's it doesn't go unnoticed. So I would, there's definitely no disapproval, but it's you know we're still in a place where I think uh I forget what uh like one in six marriages now in America are interracial so it's still not that many and interestingly that's double the number from like ten years ago. Right in yeah. 2010 it was like six I forget what it was now it was like six to nine percent and now it's something like twelve to eighteen percent. I don't remember the exact numbers. But, so, it's like, there's still, while it's shifting rapidly, it's still in this shifting period, shifting period. And the other thing that we were talking about, too, when we were looking at those numbers the other day was, you know, how many of those are actually, like, uh, white and black or Caucasian with other ethnicities? Because, like, in L.A., for example, uh, like, the apartment complex where we lived, it was very, very interracial, but certainly fewer white people, and then if you go into... Other neighborhoods, you see, you know, there would be a mix of Latino uh, and Southeast Asian and, and African-American, but not necessarily a lot of Caucasians in those communities. So how many of those interracial marriages or couples are And I'm also Caucasian, like the other
1: thing that like I'm just wondering now, like how many of those interracial relationships are actually interracial from people who are like interracial? Do you consider that as an interracial relationship? Oh,
0: you I mean like if someone is already mixed and then they're with a the mixed... Someone
1: who's mixed. ...mixed
0: race, then is that even interracial anymore? Yeah. I don't know.
1: You know? Yeah. Um, Which I think like there's a lot of interracial kids being born that are going to be like...
0: That might not even consider them... Like if they, they might not consider it anything yeah. to be in an interracial relationship because they're so... But I think alternate. when
1: it comes to like family approval, I think for us it's more so than being white and black. I think like our cultures play like a huge as like a huge part in that.
0: Well, certainly here more, right? Because yeah. you know, when if I go to the village, like you know, You're you, very you know, Diani, like there are a lot of there are a lot of people who have never seen a white person up close, right? Yeah, so, or, I think
1: even here in Accra, like. I went to the gym and, like, one dude was like, that's the girl that's married to that Muzungu guy, which Muzungu means the white guy. And I was like, oh, my God. I hope that, didn't, like, doesn't become my new description of, like, the girl that's married to a white dude. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> They're not family, but that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. what's the next?
0: Uh, social judgment.
1: Social judgment. Yeah. Um I feel like that's huge everywhere we go, and it doesn't mean it's negative right, it's not, it's not right. it's, sometimes it's not positive, it's just there, right it's sometimes
0: it's positive, sometimes it's mm-hmm. negative, sometimes it's just noticed, yeah, right, so sometimes it's neutral, yeah,
1: like we go to a restaurant and some people are like, you're such a cute couple, and it's nice, yeah, but well, sometimes I, I just want to go to a restaurant and eat
0: and like and not but it's hard when you're such a cute couple, what do you you know Which just one of the things we have to deal with it's like
1: but sometimes like someone says like you're such a cute couple and I'm like, Thank you so much. Again, yeah. like, I really wanna hear that
0: compliment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it just it just depends. And I think like, yeah, it's it's just a compliment. It's 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 noticeable.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And I'm sure for some other people, like maybe when they're arguing and someone says you're such a cute couple, it's just like mm. Yeah, you
0: know. I really didn't need to hear that right <laughs> no. now. <laughs> do you tell me that she's a piece of shit or he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, but no, we don't get that. Uh, we don't get that luxury. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: we're almost out of time. What's uh, next
0: one? Let's see. Um, you know what? Let's... Uh, so, number five was a greater need of compromise. Uh, and that kind of goes back a little bit to the beginning of kind of the expe- difference of expectations. You mentioned, as we were talking about this before, that you didn't feel that was a big part of our relationship. And I agreed. But then I was like, well, wait a second. When you wanted to, like, spend some time with them close to your family... The compromise was that I have to live on almost the exact opposite side of the planet, uh, where my family is.
1: Yeah, and like the way I justified that you had to move with me to Kenya was like, I got to live your life for a couple years, and your life meant like I got to live closer to your children. I got to live closer to your, you know, closer to your dad, Mm -hmm. closer to your friends, and. I just wanted you to, like, I the thing is, like I didn't feel, feel like you'd fully know who I was if you didn't know where I came from.
0: I, I think it's amazing. Like, I, I absolutely love being in Kenya. I love this, the whole experience, I love it. But even as a compromise, it's, a, it, it's big. And I think maybe one of the things that gets mixed up around compromise is that compromise can be negative for some people, but it can also be kind of exciting because if I want yellow and you want blue... Um, but I really want yellow. The growth that I have to do or the experience of me to go over to blue is big enough that it actually pushes me and it's interesting. So compromise has a lot of negative connotations, I think, particularly in a relationship. But the other side is that compromise can be pretty cool because it's, now you're on an adventure that you never would have had otherwise. And that's really been the case for me.
1: Yeah, I think like one of the things that was kind of hard for me when I was dating was like, where am I going to find a guy who's going to want to move back to Kenya with me?
0: Right here. Turns out turns <laughs> out he was literally a half a mile away from where you lived in Northridge. So,
1: I just yeah. knew, like, to make that kind of a compromise. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I'm in mean, my 30s. Like, I, when guys are in their 30s or, like, 40s, like, they're building their careers. And, like, you have a job. You have, mm-hmm. you know, you're just so used to, like, your routine yep. and your life the way it is that it was hard. But I, I found you.
0: Here I am. And now we're in... Broadcasting from Kenya, pretty neat. Can't um, complain. Yeah. I like So
1: that. should we keep going, no, or should we like let, 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 do let, let, another let, podcast? No, let,
0: let's hit them. let just hit them quickly. Okay. Uh, us against the world. This one was sometimes there's a lack of boundaries, uh, like personal space, personal boundaries. Because when there's this like a, a social pressure that you kind of have to like band up and kind of be together, and that might gloss over certain challenges that then don't get matched.
1: Yeah, to me, like I, I was thinking about like a couple that you know lives in like middle America or like a really small ta- racist town mm-hmm. like you just have to like bound and like become really close because you, like, everyone is against your relationship, you mm. know? Or
0: it gets noticed. Like, probably uh, even if we lived in, like, Isali in, like, in one of the ghettos in Nairobi or something, or, you know, we might have it more because when we've gone to certain places, we get a lot more attention. Sometimes it's negative attention. Yeah. Um, and that would, I could see that pushing. That, that hasn't been an issue for us.
1: It hasn't been an issue for us, but I also think, like, we choose where we live. And we choose where we go.
0: And also, our, just our communities, the people. You know, we're we have been very fortunate. Not every interracial couple is as fortunate as we are.
1: Yeah, know. that we have such an yeah. like amazing. Right. Group I mean, of I quite, quite
0: frankly, it even happens. Like you know, we you know somebody who's like in who's you know a, a Jew in a relationship with a you know, with a Gentile, and that's also a, can can be a challenge. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, that so we just don't we don't have that from our community, the places that we go and our friends. So we're lucky there. Okay. Okay, the last one, shying away from hot topics, uh, namely the topic of racism.
1: That does affect our relationship. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like sometimes I just don't want to talk about it with you. Yeah. Less like even here, you know, it's not so much. I don't even know if, like, it's just, like, racism, just racism, but I feel like there's gender, there's class, there's just so many topics that I'm just like, you know what? I would rather talk to them. I would rather talk about these things with my family and not you all the time. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would bring... um, Yeah, it's just difficult to bring stuff in.
0: I, you know, it's interesting, right? I mean, that's one of the things that I actually think is that I don't... I have a hard time just because of our because of, the, like, the time we live in, I think, I mean, the era being in, like, 2020, uh, that that in our relationship, it's hard for me to say that, that the hot topic of race or racism is a more of a hot topic than gender uh, or class. Uh, the or thing, the, the thing about I race,
1: I think, that is, like, race affects, if, especially for me, like, being a woman. So that's, you know, I feel like, my race does affect my class, or my race does affect the affect the way or which class people think I belong to, you know, so I think like... And,
0: and just to clarify that, you mean even like things like when we go out to eat or something that the check is 100% of the time, like, given to me or put towards me, almost correct. like, like I the don't... It, and, is I was, that, and is that compounded by the fact that not only are you the woman, but you're also a black woman, and that certainly is the case... Here, we know that. Yeah,
1: like, I get really yeah. annoyed. Like, I'm I'm not sure. Like, when we go to restaurants and the the bill comes, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I'm the one who's paying the bill, but the bill always comes to you, and I'm not sure. Like
0: Which the, is so, like, racist and sexist, because I don't want that bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the question, like, I was thinking, is it because you're white, or is it because I'm a woman?
0: Right, and that's what I mean, is that I think that, that the issue, and, and I think this actually you know, from one of the things that I've, I've seen a lot in, in, in talking with men is that this feeling of how do I even bring, how do I talk about to my wife or my partner about gender issues, about sexual assault, rape, inequality, gender inequality, things like that. Um, it's also so much of a hot, it's so much of a hot topic that, you know, that I don't know. I just don't think, while I, I do know that there have been a few times where I don't want to say something because I'm like, I just don't know how to say it quite right. And I might and then I have to wait for a good time to be like, okay, I just gotta say I don't know how to bring this up in a in a good way. And I can't think of any examples right now. I actually there's there. like a
1: few things like I can think about. It's like not it's not race but gender. It's like when I share stuff with you that happens to me while I'm walking, you get really annoyed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just come home and I'm like, you know what? It's already annoying enough. I don't want to share that with you. So you don't
0: want to tell me because I'm gonna be mad on your behalf, and you're like, you're taking it. Yeah, you're, you're taking it too far. Like, right, I would, like, like I'm trying to own your shit. Yeah, so like, like let's say
1: like I'm at like the other day I was at the gym and some guy goes like I don't know like nice ass or something you know and I'm just like. At that point I was like I'm gonna come back to this gym tomorrow. So there are two things like, stop tell like stop telling me about like. My ass, I already know I have a good ass. Or, you know, say thank you. Yeah. And I was just like, at that point, I was just was like, thank you. Because I just don't want to be friction. Yeah. Because it's a place that I go all the time. And it's a place that I enjoy. And then when I come and tell you that. But I feel like that is like the way I navigate my life. is like, I don't know, like, I'm walking. And like, some men are just rude. You yeah. know, like, you get cat calls. And you just like is this the day I'm like
0: right. so cast them out? Yeah.
1: Or is this the day that I just keep walking, right. you know? And it just depends. And like, I don't think like, but when I share that stuff with you, if you get really annoyed and I'm just like, I don't want to share, Yeah. you know?
0: So that's what I mean. I think that when we talk about like the, some of those hot topics now in, in, in this current time, there are so many hot topics that we're dealing with and people are kind of really being asked to shift their own assumptions uh understand someone's experience, uh and even understand it in that experience regardless of whether the experience is uh is verifiable or regardless of whether the experience is the majority of people, right? You, cause we can go we can look at, at you know at data and say for you know eighty percent of people things are one way but for those 20 percent if things are opposite that's still their experience it's still legitimate and so i think that these hot topics and relationships are are there's just more of them now because we're actually all trying to improve who we are and you know everybody who has a son wants their son to grow up and be you know confident and proud to be a young man and everybody who has a daughter wants their daughters to be safe and confident and proud to be a young woman and so now how do we do that you know and whether your child is like you know if and when we have children, they're going to be that black has, children, and they're going to you know now we have to deal with that. And now this is a black boy? And what is this like? You know, where do we live? Are we living in America? We're we living in Kansas City, or are we living in San Francisco, or Sonoma County, or or North Carolina, or are we living here in Kenya? And then you know, or if it's a girl, then what are the different things? And those are all things that just that. Yeah, I think in. like
1: those are like hot topics, and like those mm-hmm. are kind of have, we have had to talk about them, you know, like I think it's going to mean different things based on like the type of cho- and, and it's, it sucks, but I'm, we're not going to pretend like if we have a boy, then I don't want to go live in Mississippi, you know? Right.
0: So, I, right. so, we, so these hot topics, we, we have to be careful with them. I don't know if we shy away from them, but we certainly, we certainly are. Care- I'm careful. I'm, I, I am careful, careful. too.
1: too and I yeah. feel like the thing about being in an interracial relationship, like if you're like, same race those questions don't come up but i would think like maybe not maybe they do come up for everyone unless you're you know unless you're white right you know yeah for but sure. if you're if you're like a black mother i'm sure you're like th- thinking about like the safety of your children and if you are filipino yeah. like you are also like thinking about like what is but you know what i'm just gonna as i'm talking about it i feel like if you're mother, you are thinking about it, it Respective of race yeah, or
0: father too, you think yeah. how how we're going to do this? So, so the hot topics I think are important. It's just figuring out how to do that, you know. And we're working on a good system. Maybe I even sometime we'll we'll tackle that on the whole because it's actually a really you know the way to tackle hot topics is a certainly a uh, an important one. So uh, anyway, so for anyone else out there who's you know some of this is. one of the things that I love with this particular thing uh, today is that some of these are going to be there regardless of whether you're an interracial couple or just a couple. But but would certainly be interested in hearing anyone else who's also an interracial couple, which of these seven really stand out or if there's something that really jumps out at you or something that we missed that we should uh, tackle next time
1: yeah and how if, if you're one of them is like really affecting your relationship like have you found a way to like deal with it
0: yeah that can be you know? shared yeah because yeah. finding out these little life hacks can you know for uh, can be really beneficial to other people who haven't quite figured it out yet yeah. um, we think we're all searching so well. thank
1: you for tuning in Yeah, this has yeah, we been great
0: okay, well thanks again uh, for joining us on our podcast it's not all black and white
1: I'm Sarah. I'm Pluck.
0: I'm Matthew. on white. This is the Interracial Couple Podcast, and we will see you next time.
1: See you next time. Bye.